0: Thanks for tuning in to the Campervan Podcast. If you're hearing this intro, it's because you're not listening to the premium feed. Access to that feed is free, and you can sign up at Vansage.com to get it. So why sign up for the premium feed? Well, for one, valuable, exclusive content. I'll say more about that at the end of this episode. Yeah, I was all, this, all the time I was thinking, wait a minute, this is all pre-COVID this was all
1: pre-covid yeah as soon as covid hit we were all scattered in different states um when covid hit and i know a couple of them were in canada even and then had to kind of make the quick call to get back to the states yeah um i think and and one of the couples in that group is actually canadian so we won't be skiing with them this year which is too bad um i know some in the group are are leaning away from ski passes and trying to do more backcountry skiing
0: just because of the crowds totally or because of the are, are some mountains because- will some mountains be closed i would assume that due to cost or something
1: so i think um at least i know through my pass the icon pass i know the epic pass which is like icons um competitor which has like the other resorts on it um they are doing something similar but there's going to be um it sounds like, as of now, there's going to be reservation systems, ah, which yeah. does take a lot of that spontaneity out of it. Where yep. it's like you have to have a plan, you have to reserve your time. Um, it it takes a lot of the fun of like. and I think that this reservation system will mostly impact the people who are trying to get out on the weekends because they're trying to just keep their numbers down at the ski resort. So for someone who wants to go when there are no crowds, I think I will have the advantage here but it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. There's a lot of unknowns still about how that's going to affect not just ski season but what ski season looks like for a nomad.
0: Sure. Everything's changing so fast. Everything's upside down so um <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah i mean we'll we'll ha- hopefully we'll have this conversation you know similar conversation uh next year and, and uh, hopefully your your season will be great again it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out i you know backcountry skiing there's no that's nothing to i mean that's great right <laughs> so that's what it turns into yeah though.
1: it is there's a, i do have i mean i have um i have the gear to do to go backcountry skiing um, I do not have my avalanche certification, so uh, some of the couples in the group are doing their avalanche certification now, and when I've gone out before, I've gone with ex- experienced backcountry skiers in areas that are very low risk. Um, yeah. But I, my worry with the backcountry stuff this year is that everyone's got the same idea of, like, well, it's the ski resorts are going to be a, a disaster, I'm going to hit the backcountry, because that's what exactly what happened when all the ski resorts Back in March, everyone went to the back country, mm. but now you're getting all of these people who are taking risks that they're maybe not prepared to take. Yeah. Um. And even if you have your avalanche certification, you don't have control about the other people. Or you don't have control of the other people who are out there. Sure. And so, I, we'll see if I get into the back country this year. I'm honestly kind of terrified. I think it will be, um, I think it will be a lot riskier to get out there this year just because having these ski resorts sort of close off to just whoever wants to go is really going to push people to find other ways to get out
0: there. Yeah. Well, I'm not worried about you. I mean, having <laughs> just, just <laughs> No, because we'll
1: you're... find adventure. We'll be fine. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, no, I mean, in, in terms of, of safety, just because like, you you know, again, the article that you wrote about um, about quarant- quarantining in your van and stuff, you're you're very safety conscious and, and cautious. And yeah. th- that's another thing. It's one and you know everybody's different in this again, but um, it's one thing to be adventurous and out looking out looking for excitement. It's another thing to be reckless about it, and uh, that's obviously not you. And you know that striking no. that striking that balance is 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 a wonderful thing. It's it's almost like um, I've been following a uh, overlander on YouTube recently. The you know a Jeep guy, and I'm sorry I don't have it. I'll, I'll try to put it in the show notes, but what i realized about about uh, the people people who get who take more serious risks in order to go have their adventure experiences they they get as much fun out of being careful and being well prepared and having the right gear and knowing how to use it as they do the journey and the trip you know it's like it's all part and parcel it's like if you don't enjoy you know understanding tire pressures on your jeep before you go up some some low super super high clearance steep trail, then you shouldn't be doing it right, right. and and yeah, so... I
1: mean there is yeah there's part that that is part of the adventure
0: exactly um I
1: also find that like like for me as far as like risk taking goes, I live in a van by myself, yeah, nowhere close to family, so if I get hurt, that's it. Like, that's, I, I you know, if I, I can't take care of myself in a van if I can't do, you know, attend to my basic needs, um, I have to work, I have to, you know, haul big water jugs, I have to walk a dog every day, and so if I get hurt, like, that's the end of this adventure. I would rather scale it back a little bit and use some caution and not, like, just, you know oh, send it like, right, have right. anything um to be able to do that indefinitely um because getting hurt would ruin all of it
0: sure, good for you again, I'm not worried about you <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was there's a couple other things I, I want to talk with you specifically about one would be your uh work life on the road. I know a lot of people are going to be jealous of the the fact that you can you can support yourself and but let's let's back up a couple of years and talk about your uh the lead up to buying and building out a van and w- what did that look like uh financially for you how long did it take you to kind of prepare for you know the the big purchase and and all that or did you work during that time etc
1: so I don't know if i've ever shared this with you actually um and I, I almost brought it up earlier as you mentioned you know there's a bit of luck of like getting yourself onto the road and you have these things in place and that's so actually not true at all <laughs> the oh. reason i got on the road was like a lot of really awful luck um pretty bad luck actually oh so i had intended to travel with a partner um i had been dating a guy we had these family streams that kind of fell into place he was a planner he was a, a engineer so like as soon as we had made this decision it was like spreadsheet after spreadsheet and and figuring out what we were going to sell and what the expenses would be we had a plan to move in with his parents and build the van there so that we could save money on rent or house payments and then live there for free build our van um he was going to get all of this going while i was finishing off my school year i was a first grade teacher so um he was going to do the build so that we could leave pretty much as soon as i was done with the school here the first week in june you know everything was starting to fall into place he was meeting with a realtor to sell his home i um did not renew my apartment lease and then um i he started selling all of his belongings i told my principal i would not be returning for the next school year so like essentially quit my job. I had a few months left of work, but um, would not be employed for the next year. Um, and, and I didn't have a job lined up. I, I knew I would figure it out, but um, I I was getting paid through the end of July. so I had a little buffer of time before I had to find a job. So all of this was in place. I was two weeks out of before my lease ended, and we went on this fateful road trip where suddenly decided that he didn't want to wow. be with me or get in the van with me so yeah at the beginning of our trek our two day trek home in the back of a Subaru he told me that he was no longer going to be joining me on this journey and I my world was turned upside down because I, I, I knew in two weeks I would no longer have a place to live and that I had you know two more months of a paycheck And I did not, we did not have a van yet. So I was in this horrible limbo of like, I'm not in van life and I've given up everything from my old life. And so I made the terrifying decision to buy myself a van, but I didn't have a lot of time. I didn't have a plan of like saving because we were doing this together. So like our plan was joint. We were going to be able to afford it because it it was an us thing and not just a me thing. My hand wasn't forced. Because I could have gone, okay, I'll find a new place to live. I will find a new job. But I knew that I had already done so much of the scary stuff to get Uh, to living in a van, the stuff that holds people back, um, that it was like I had already gone past that tipping point. And him and I had talked before we got into the van about what's worst case scenario. And it was always, well, we don't like van life.
0: Once again, if you're hearing this, it's because you're not getting the premium fee. Head over to Vansage.com and enter your email address for exclusive access to free, valuable stuff. So, what do you get? This is a daily podcast, but we only release six episodes on this public feed each week. Episode 7 is only for premium members. When you sign up at Vansage.com, not only do you get early access to the Campervan podcast episodes, you also get episode 7. Each week, I'll send you a link to download in advance all 7 episodes for that week. Also, you get the Vansage.com newsletter that includes exclusive articles and links to awesome van life stuff not available on the site or the podcast. I won't spam you or sell your email address. That would be ridiculous. I value your trust and promise not to abuse it. Again, all this is free, so head to Vansage.com and enter your email address. Don't miss out on the valuable, free, exclusive extras. Okay, I have a favor to ask you. Please help get the word out. Nothing beats word of mouth, and the best way to achieve that in the modern era is is to share the link to the Camper Van Podcast on social media, such as Facebook, Instagram, your blog, YouTube channel, or other platforms. You can also send it old-school style via email or even text message. Also, iTunes reviews are much appreciated. If you feel compelled to head over to iTunes and give us five stars, that would be wonderful. Okay, thanks again for tuning in, and I will see you on the road.
1: About me and I'm mean this morning with my full, I've been crying.